there were tornadoes with too much muscles, and the <laughs> muscle tornadoes beat up the regular muscle tornadoes, and the super muscle tornadoes won, and wow. yeah. the, because yeah. they were spinning so fast, it cooled off yeah. the earth too much, yeah. and that's what started the Ice Age, and it was it was all a tornado bodybuilding competition that started this. I mean, yeah, it's all the whiteboard. Hello, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the What a Disaster podcast, where we watch and review a disaster movie as close to weekly as we can possibly stand. <laughs> I'm Gregory Allen, and as usual, I'm joined by Richard Sawasinski. Pause for Rick to say hello. And Liz Bedore. Pause for Liz to say hello. Hey. Oh, what? Was I supposed to stop? Hey. Hey. What's up? Okay. Hey. That's, I think that was Liz. Yeah. I can't see them. They're next to me, and my peripheral vision is not as good as it used to be. Um, Liz, are you going to actually say hello? No. Liz is not going to say hello. But this week we all watched, most of us watched, some of us watched, <laughs> a third of us watched the 2004 cautionary tale The Day After Tomorrow. In this movie, writer-director Roland Emmerich defies all science in a film that proclaims to defend it. This movie features Dennis Quaid as Jack Hole. Jack Hole? <laughs> Jack Hole. <laughs> I say Jack Hole much more than I would ever say Jack Hall. Yeah. Jack Hall, a paleoclimatologist who discovers early that the Earth could soon be plunged into a new ice age. As usual, everyone ignores the scientist. Disaster strikes, and Jack has to trek across the... Has to? He has to. Dick writes these things for me most of the time. Um, But yeah, Jack, quote-unquote, has to trek across the country to save his son, Sam, who's played by Jake Gyllenhaal. He's in, what, D.C.? And his son is in New York. Apparently, 20th Century Fox invited a huge group of scientists to preview the film to kind of test their reactions to science used in the film. And apparently none of them were particularly impressed, uh, although most of them agreed that it was enjoyable nonsense. That's an exact quote. Enjoyable uh, nonsense is an awesome name for a band or a record. Yeah, you'd have to be a good band yeah. to use enjoyable nonsense. Or otherwise, it's just nonsense. <laughs> yeah. This this podcast could be described as enjoyable nonsense, for me at least. I don't have to listen to us, yeah. so. I enjoy it. <laughs> I have fun making them. That's that's good. <laughs> What'd you say, Liz? I said we hope. Oh, we hope. Yeah. We hope it's not nonsense. We hope it's enjoyable food for thought and that yeah. you listen to us discussing these movies and you go out and you buy them and you watch them and you just have a great in time. I don't know if I told you this, but my main goal is to change lives. Oh, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Every day I, yeah. I go to work and I'm like these I'm surrounded by huge brains and students striving to achieve more. But really, my podcast is my bread and butter in changing the world. Those are all lives, Greg, that could use the changing that we're here to bring them. So, like, uh, they did ask NASA to consult on this. And NASA stated that events in the film were too ridiculous to actually occur. So not only did they deny the request, but um, NASA sent a memo to all their employees stating that they're restricted from commenting on this. They eventually uh, removed the memo after they got some heat for it. But I'm sure... Gave a lot of extra press for the film. NASA will not let you tell people how dumb this movie is. The premise of this movie is dumb. I love it. I love the premise of this movie. It actually would have bothered me more had it been realistic. Because I'd be like, oh, fuck. That could happen. Yeah, like they bust out a real message. But the the whole movie is spent with somebody's fucking selfish. Like rather than trying to save the people that he can, he's going to run north and save his son who is in no way going to survive. Oh, wait. No, that's right. No. They're fucking motherfuckers in this movie. We'll get to that. Listen. First off, this movie I think had the most helicopters in our in any movie we've seen. We so haven't far. watched San Andreas yet, so oh, I yeah. imagine that one's Helicopter City. They actually borrowed um, uh, the U.S. Army loaned them helicopters to use. Well, leased them. I'm sure they paid. Yeah, for them. Yeah, I'm sure they got paid. So for I them. thought they were all CGI helicopters, and they're not. There's what would they pay for them? Taxpayers. There are helicopters, <laughs> but they had to let Canada know. They're like, hey, Canada, we're not invading. <laughs> it's cool. We could. We're we, not. This <laughs> it's just. That's what they loaded just to show Canada how easy it is for us to evade. See how easy that was? <laughs> just, just kidding this time, though. Right, guys? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this, is, this is just a test. If this were an actual invasion, it would be followed by instructions on how and when to give us Canadian bacon and poutine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, movie is, the movie opens with, uh, like, flying over, you know, just the general... Ch- Happy, fun shot of flying over some ice, and they're up in the the Antarctica, some ice shelf, taking core samples, 
making a determination of what's going on with the ice, apparently. Yeah. Jason's super excited because he gets to drill for the first time. And Jason almost dies in in a glacier that's cracking. So we're, we're like three minutes of this movie, and Dennis Quaid... Jack. Already saving a life all yeah. over a, a ledge. What a hero. What a hero. Then he sacrifices himself to get the ice cores. He almost dies, but he has this trusty ice pick, which comes into play later in the movie. It comes back to save his life over and over again. He's proving how manly he is. We're establishing his character traits right now. Because his life is not as important as a bunch of core samples. Yeah, that he may or may not have been able to get back to begin with. He is not even apprehensive about it. He's just, like, judging the distance and going for it. I mean, later on, we find out that this is an iceberg the size of Rhode Island that breaks off. And he's just jumping off and on it like he's fucking Super Mario. Well, Super Mario, he ain't. He falls into the hole, and he has to He's an ice climber. Yeah, they get through the, the ice. It's bad news. They're like, oh, shit, that's, like, Rhode Island floating out into the sea or whatever. That's probably not good for, I don't know, Earth. <laughs> I'm going to jump to the conclusion that this is going to reverse all... Uh, currents in the ocean and cause an ice age somehow. You're not thinking about you're thinking about the environment, not the economy. What about the jobs? Well, what about being alive? Yeah, what about? <laughs> I'm really liking being alive. Jack goes to the UN, right, and speaks in front of all of them, trying to let them know that a possible new ice age would happen because right. of just what we were discussing. He does explain later on why the science of how this happens, and we'll get into that in a little bit later. But the vice president was totally picked to look like Dick Cheney. And he basically just tells Jack, you know, we're more, we're more concerned about jobs than we are about the environment and about saving the earth for your son. So it's, it's super heavy-handed. I, this movie couldn't be any more heavy-handed if the vice president was twirling his mustache and trying to blame this all in Muslims somehow. I, I want to say it's too on the nose. Yeah. But I don't even know that it's so much that it's too on the nose so much as it is just like beating over the head with it. Yeah, I mean, there's a dead horse in this, and it's getting beat over and over again, because basically, the vice president looks exactly like Dick Cheney. He's obviously in charge. The president's only in the movie for, like, two minutes, and then dies off screen. The whole time, Dick Cheney's just being a dick the whole time. I thought Dick's kinda, stuck together. You know? Well, you're, not a, you're not a fan of the Dick Cheney? I, I have to break from the pack, because my ethics are more important than party loyalty. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> than Dicky lo- loyalty? <laughs> Dick loyalty, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal plays Jack Stun in this. Sam? How old was Jake? Oh, uh, not 17. Camp? No, definitely not 17. As long as you don't put around any other 17 year olds, it'll be fine. Yeah, right. Jake Gyllenhaal is 37 years old. Which would have made him in 2004, what? Uh, so you're 23? older than me. Yeah. So. <laughs> not 17. He was 23. Although 23 is pretty easy to make up your way down into, into the teens. Really, honestly, you just, yeah, you just shove him around a bunch of other people his age. Make sure say, you cover up the stubble as much as you can. Put him in hip t shirts and you're good to go. Liz, what'd you think of this movie? Probably what what Geostorm should have been. Right. There's a lot more entertaining storms, but at the end, it's just kind of like a slog to get through. Yeah, I'm tired again watching the last the last hour of this movie is so fucking slow. It's so slow. Well, if you've ever slogged from Washington to D.C. into <laughs> New York on a sheet of ice, you would also have been miserable. If that so. sounds ridiculous, it's basically the major plot point of this film. After you know the storm ruins everything. Got it. Sam so. Hole and Jack Hole. Jack Hole, yeah. <laughs> Jack Hole is telling Sam Hole that uh, he should go to school. <laughs> <laughs> no, so basically, Sam is supposed to be some sort of prodigy, and he got an F in calculus. And long story short, he got an F in calculus because he didn't show his work. And the teacher was like, "Why didn't you show your work?" And he's and Sam goes. Well, I was doing it all in my head. And teacher said, supposedly, this is all from Sam's perspective. And the teacher says, um, well, I can't do it in my head, so neither can you. I took calculus, right? I took calculus like four times. I took a lot of cal- the same class. I, I was terrible at it. But you have to show your work in calculus. That's the point of calculus. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah, scientific yeah. – it's, it's not just the outcome. It's a scientific process to get to the outcome so it's recreatable so you, other people know, okay, it's safe to do this. I can follow his steps. It doesn't matter what you're doing in your head. You have to show it. So he deserved an F if he wanted to show his work. I don't know anything about it because math is for dummies. That's just a frustrating I, part. I, I took a lot of math. I think that school is for jerk butts oh, yeah. and math is for dummies. It made so. me worse of a person. Yeah, Sam's going to a decathlon, an academic decathlon. Because mm-hmm. so he's he, so smart. That's Yeah, because he's so smart. That's how he gets to New York City. And he, he hates flying and there's turbulence. And it's scary, whatever. It's super scary turbulence. But I'm going to tell you something about those little masks that come down in an airplane. You have to lose pressure in the cabin 
or the crew has to turn them on specifically for somebody who's hyperventilating for those that come down. They did not come down from turbulence. That's not how they work. Did they come down? Yeah, they come down. At the end of this, they come down. Okay. And as a a punchline. And in all the overhead cabinets, all the luggage is flying out. It's like the stewardess, the flight attendant, sorry, walk up and down the aisles and check every single fucking one of those to make sure they're not going to fly open. They're specifically built to not fly open during turbulence. It's like their only job is to not fly open. So... I'm not sure <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what exactly is going on, but so, so so this part's so they're following multiple. There's multiple groups are following. One of the groups is Jack's ex-wife. I can't remember her name because she's not in it that much, but she's a doctor or a nurse at a hospital. Um, I'm sure I did. She Doctor Lucy Hall. Okay, so I'm Jack's, sorry, Lucy Hole. <laughs> Jack Hole, Sam Hole, and Lucy Hole. So there's a couple of groups. One is um, Lucy Lucy Hole, bunch of who's, holes. Who's Jack's ex-wife? Yeah, she's a doctor. They're not really clear about that, but we looked it up. She's a doctor. Uh, yeah, it says doctor. She's right in a in hospital, and she's taking care of cancer kid because that's <gasps> important, obviously. It'll be a, less important when all hell breaks loose, yeah. well, when hell her, freezes over. Her, it never gets less important. And then you have Jack and his group of scientists, and they're doing different things. Either talking to the government or they're, they're running out to try to find Sam. You got Sam and his group of friends, and they're in New York City. And every once in a while, you can see what the government's doing, but not very much. So mostly you're just kind of bouncing between Jack and his group of friends. There's one other group, and they show up for a little bit the first half of the movie, and they're the Scotland scientists. And most of these people just die off screen, and they're like, okay, that person died. We're moving on. But that's that's what's happening, and there's a lot of really fast cuts at the beginning, and it's actually kind of hard to follow because mm-hmm. they're like, now we're in Scotland. Now we're in Washington, D.C. Now we're in New York. There were there were definitely CGI wolves. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the movie for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the was, wolves are terrible. They were really terrible. The CG's not bad in this movie, but the wolves, the wolves were, they were, they were, try, they were like really pushing it with those wolves. They got a little overconfident. They were so unnecessary, too. Yeah. Well, they need to add another hour to this movie. So let's add some ice wolves. Um, this doesn't add, like, they, they cut, this movie's kind of sloppy. Yeah. As sloppy as this episode is going to be, for sure. But they're, they're just, they add things to the movie that don't move the plot forward at all. And it drives me nuts. So they're in this stupid academic decathlon, but it's not building suspense, it's not adding any tension to anything. We know that, I mean, you're going into a disaster movie. You know that a disaster is going to hit. Why are we seeing this? Just get to the fucking point. Yeah, it's a pretentious spelling bee. We get it. What What are we doing next? Like, what's the point? They don't even do the whole thing. You know, nobody even wins. They do one round of it. Yeah. And that's it. And he meets a rich kid who, who thinks he'd be an asshole, but turns out to be a nice guy. And that's it. This is a nice guy. His name's Steve or something. His name is Curly-Headed Fuck. Yeah. He's a curly-headed fuck. And, and I'm sorry to any of our listeners with curly hair. Yeah. I don't think you're a fuck. Unless you are a fuck, in which case you fuck. Um, Who cares? Yeah, just there's... there's Who cares about show us more science. Show us more of the the stuff that's forthcoming. Build to it less... Because, um, I mean, there's lightning striking, and it's starting to rain and stuff outside. But it's just... You're not doing anything with movie. It's just... Yeah, boring. Nothing. nothing <laughs> there's a lot of really boring parts in the storm, but the storms are really cool. The first hour is actually pretty entertaining, except for the decathlon stuff. Anything following Sam, whenever the camera's following Sam, you're like, oh, fuck, this again, this guy again, this little shit. Like, nothing good's going to happen. MacGuffin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sam is a MacGuffin, and you don't need to spend that much time on a MacGuffin. So, I mean, he just, he's there to motivate his dad to do something stupid. He's there has to be a driver for the bad decisions, and yeah. that's that's absolutely what Sam is right now. So we don't. I don't give a shit about Sam's girlfriend. I don't give a shit about Sam's decathlon. Nobody does. None of this has to happen. I'm glad. Like the so it could have ended with them showing the shot of New York where all the birds were flying south. And yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to talk to a New Yorker and see if they were actually going south. Just <laughs> find a knit to pick and pick it. Right. Um, James Cameron would have made sure they were going oh, south. Oh, James Cameron would have used real he birds too. Slept at night. James Cameron would have frozen <laughs> the entire north half of the country. So as much as he could, anyways. Yeah. yeah. It would have been a set, but it would have been the biggest set you've ever seen. But show me stuff pertinent the to the movie. Thing. Show me stuff that that moves the characters that are actually involved in the movie. How about almost naked Dennis Quaid? Almost naked Dennis Quaid. His He's in his boxer great, shorts. He's right? got some abdominals. But the movie's all in the <laughs> cold weather, so he doesn't ever. He's like, wait. I don't get to take my shirt off in this movie. I need movie. a coat. That's what he's right now. He's talking <laughs> to a scientist in Scotland and just saying, 
I need to dress for cold, colder weather probably. You have any idea how hard it is for a 45-year-old man to get in this kind of shape? And I only get to take my shirt off for one scene. Was Dennis Quaid 45 when this movie came out? I think he probably was. Dennis Quaid is 63 years old. Wow. So that would have. this was 13 years ago, 14 years ago? Yeah. So he would have been 50. Wow, great. He was, yeah, was looked great for 50. I mean, oh, I mean, who yeah, doesn't? It's his, yeah, I mean. Everybody in this room looks better than you without their shirt on. Jack does get a call from the, the Scottish. Yeah, from uh, Bilbo. Scientist, yeah, from Bilbo. <laughs> and, and he explains... The science behind this, let, let me let me read this to you, Greg, because it doesn't make any sense. So the, the polar melting is disrupting the North Atlantic current. So what's happening is the fresh water from the polar ice caps melting is mixing in with the salt water, which disrupted the North Atlantic current, which caused an ice age somehow because that causes the, the whole climate to shift. Uh, it's it's nonsense, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's I mean, nonsense. it's it's... The you, you you were trying to describe it before we started recording, and it seemed like nonsense then. But it also seemed like the sort of thing that would come out of your mouth when you don't understand a yeah. point. But I like it I, though. I, I, I like the, I like the attempt at the explanation. I think it's perfect. I don't I, know. I, no? I, I don't know if if Richard's explanation lines up with the movie because I've been watching it, it half-assed for this whole time. This time. So they're the important two to listen to for their opinions on this movie. Uh, aside from what I have seen, which has been miserable. So. I rewound, I rewound the film and, wrote, and paused it and wrote down the subtitles of what they were saying. Dick it didn't told make any me sense. that um, there were tornadoes with too much muscles, and the <laughs> muscle tornadoes beat up the regular muscle tornadoes, and the super muscle tornadoes won, and wow. yeah. the, because yeah. they were spinning so fast, it cooled off yeah. the earth too much, yeah. and that's what started the Ice Age. And yeah. it, was, it was all a tornado bodybuilding competition that started this. I mean, yeah, it's all on the whiteboard. Yeah. So I don't know why you need to repeat it. But yeah, that's that's basically well, it. Well, I right? mean, for our listeners, they can't read our white. I mean, that's what I said, right? That's what I said earlier. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure. <laughs> um, yeah, we're starting to see some, go figure, a disaster movie about weather where we start to see some weather get bad. First um, death was at 11 minutes. We didn't get, it, some guy got hit in the head with some hail in Japan. Did he die? He covered his head with the briefcase. Yeah, but he went down at the end of the scene. Yeah, but he put up the briefcase. He might have lived. No. What if he's just concussed? Maybe. He or did a, did a doctor come in and give him an injection? Did you see that? Yeah. I, I must <laughs> That's have, what I saw. I didn't see that part of the scene. There were like six he doctors. came out of the helicopter. Oh, actually. helicopter landed. Doctor came out and gave him a lethal injection and <laughs> flew away. <laughs> that was the first death of the movie. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. They definitely love destroying L.A. Do you think that there are any buildings that get uh, torn up in this? That are yes, correct. Lots of buildings get tore up. Can you shut up for tore a second? Up. People that shot them down for uh, funding for production money, and they're just like, you know what? Our CG is going to wreck your offices. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do really wish they, they could see records. like Trump Tower go down or something. <laughs> That's what I would do if I were making a movie and somebody said no to me. I would make sure that a character was based on them and they died, or that. Uh, a building they they work in gets destroyed. Right, people I didn't like, I maybe put their face on posters and stuff in the background and stuff to get yeah. destroyed. Yeah, just hide it in there. Just throw their name on missing persons lists and stuff. <laughs> Whatever it takes to make sure that I get to poke them with the, those little those little needles. What's important is I'm petty, and I get enjoyment out of doing petty things. Right, and you get to live in a universe without them. <laughs> I, I will say, though, that the effects in this movie are pretty good. If you like watching yes. weather wreck things, this is there are worse choices. I mean, the budget was, what was it? Uh, $125 million. Yeah, and it made $85 million opening weekend. Yeah, and it made $186 million gross in the United States alone. Worldwide, $544,272,402. That's a lot of dollars. Greg. That is much more than $125 yeah. million budget. It has the biggest opening weekend gross for a movie that did not reach number one. We were going through the list. There were a lot of big movies in 2004. 2004 was a good year for movies in general. I mean, there was The Anchorman, Napoleon Dynamite. A lot of comedies came out. Yeah. Uh, it had to go up against Spider-Man 2, one of the greatest movies of all time. There was some big business in the year 2004. So, so the weather is starting to get extremely extreme. So, yeah, at 27 minutes when the weather takes out the Hollywood sign... That is for sure the first death. Somebody oh, absolutely. For sure dies there. Somebody absolutely has to die with that super tornado trash and everything. Yeah. And you see it. You see a person. It's an on-screen like murder. So. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So somebody dies for sure. There we go. So Sam is stuck. Let Sam got stuck. So the storm goes crazy, and this storm is a little different than a lot of other storms. And I'll kind of cut this up a little bit because most of the movie is visual at this point. 
basically, there's these big cyclones that are dropping the temperature all over the world. And this temperature is going to drop as low as 150 degrees Fahrenheit. Sorry, those are muscle tornadoes. Super muscle tornadoes. Oh, sorry. You're right. The super muscle tornadoes. Yeah. The SMTs? Yeah. yeah. SMTs. I mean, at first, first there were some MTs that took out some of California. Yep. That's what trashed the Hollywood sign. Yeah. yeah. And ruined uh, the, 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 the day of a lot the of day. people. Yeah. The day. I was trying to think of the name of that. What was it? Capital Tower Records? Records? Capital Records. Records? I don't know. Some records yeah. building. What Capital. records? Capital. It's Capital gone now. Yeah. Records. A little foreshadowing. Sucked up. On your business plan. By yeah, a regular old MT, Muscle yeah. Tornado. Yeah, regular old MT. Yeah. Regular old MT is ROMT, but we'd, we'll, just, we'll just say this was an MT. This, yeah, that was I don't definitely... I do like it's a technical in the, in the it, tornado science. Yeah, I mean, we'd have to we'd have to start measuring wind speed, the the width yeah. across. And, I spent hours just researching yeah. tornadoes. For this based podcast. on based on my glance at that, what they showed, it's just an MT, not an SMT. Yeah, yeah. So. There was some, there was some like telltale signs. The I would say the, the serrations. The, yeah, the serrations it, and yeah. the formation of the cone, the funnel. The, oh, the tilt yeah. of the funnel is uh, a good indicator. Some beautiful too. cones in this, though, huh? SMTs yeah. are more directly vertical with less of a tilt. MTs have have a have a slight tilt, not quite as much as a regular old T. Yeah, though. you know that's. I always rely on you to like really break it down, especially the shape of the cone. That's where you're the expert. I don't want to get too deep into the yeah. weeds on the science of it, yeah. but you should read his essay. He's got some. He's got a thesis. Yeah, hit up yeah. GregTalksSMTs.com, and uh, you'll actually you honestly can, you just can look see at the movie Loose Change, and it'll be the first suggested video you see on that. I would like to point out that uh, I. <laughs> I have no idea what Trid's talking about. <laughs> Jet fuel is not hot enough to melt steel beams. So I think you and your sheeple should probably go. Just, there's so much bad in this movie. And we're at the scene where the helicopters I are love this scene, though. Another so freeze. cold. The hell, It's so cold outside that an internal combustion engine. The fuel freezes. The freezes up. But the people in the cabin are fine until the door opens. Well, actually, like Geostorm. Yeah, like Geostorm. It gets so cold that people just freeze. They said it's 150 degrees below, below Fahrenheit. I don't know if that isn't Celsius, but that's damn cold. I don't think it's cold enough to freeze people that fast. He pokes his head out, and then he's like, oh, it's too cold. That was me <laughs> freezing to death. It was a very and good it, act. And I guess the plot it was good. It, 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 the best part was how well it works in an audio format. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did the. I pantomimed everything that the guy in the the helicopter did. I opened the door with my hands. I poked my little head out, and then I saw the sun in the yeah. distance. But I realized that the sun was not close enough to keep me warm, and I froze to death. And I, my life flashed before my eyes. It was terrible, just terrible. <laughs> it was. It was. It sounds horrible. Yeah, my, have you have you you've been through most of my life at this point? Thanks for sharing. You know how Greg. terrible it's I, been. My favorite part about this podcast is when you really open up and <laughs> yeah. tell us. So. so, so basically, the, like the whole plot of this is that for a short period of time, a couple a day or two, it's going to get ultra cold. Basically, and then the ultra cold stuff's going to go away, but the climate's going to stay cold. So it's going to go drop down to 150 degrees Fahrenheit, but it's going to climb to what is survivable temperatures after that. Uh, What's the science behind that? Well, this the, is because just the, the SMTs are so spinny fast <laughs> yeah. cold yeah, that yeah. it just. And then it gets too cold for the SMTs well, I told you the and they corn, slow down. The, the corn, the corn, <laughs> the corns. That, 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 that's what you call the current in the ocean. It's called the current. You want to make sure that you keep that distinguished from the lake current. So the current, you know, because there's coral in the ocean. Yeah, stay yeah, with yeah. me here for a second. No, I got you. When, when, I know. When the current, we were, when the we were corn, on the same page before you even started I, I know. turning. I want to make sure the listeners understand the difference between court and current. So <laughs> when the court reverses, that's where the MTs start. Because they they're built up from the suction of of the ocean. The ocean yeah. builds the MTs yeah. on land, yeah. just near the ocean. You know, during the day. <laughs> it's a good thing it wasn't an SSMT, a super shark muscle. Yeah, tornado. the super yeah. shark muscle tornadoes. Yeah. yeah, those are those are dangerous. Those are the most dangerous. I'm glad they've never made a movie about it because people would never sleep again if they ever saw an SSMT. Terrifying fact about science. Mm, yeah, or just. There are scientists Terrifying. who literally killed themselves when they discovered that SSMTs are possible. So <laughs> it's, it's gruesome. It's it's horrible. And they'll do it in gruesome ways too. One guy microwaved his whole head. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally took it off of his body, put just, it in the microwave, started it before his body like, gave up. How finally. much time after you take off your head do you have to get it into the microwave? Enough to hit one minute and go. <laughs> one minute. So you yeah. just hit the pizza, frozen he, pizza he, button. No, he hit the add minute button. <laughs> the add minute yeah. button. I I I would hit the popcorn button. Just I want to make sure that it gets. He didn't want to overcook it. <laughs> he wanted it to still be cold on the inside when he went to eat it later. 
I don't know what this movie. This movie's about shitty weather and people. Really shitty weather. Like, Come on. And spelling bees. <laughs> Pretentious spelling bees. Oh, it's cold. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, it's, just, it's way sadder if the smart kids died if the dumb kids died. Got my fucking laptop wet. I don't. I care. think we should go to a break. We should break this movie in half. We should have a couple of those in there. We're done for a little while, yeah. so give us a minute. We'll be back. Wash this movie out of my hair. I gotta, I gotta wash hair. my hands. Yeah, it's gross. I pulled my head off. <laughs> we'll be back in just a couple days. What about the North Atlantic Current? What about it? I got a call last night from Professor Rapson at the Headland Center. He thinks the current has changed. Come on, Jack, how could that be? The current depends upon a delicate balance of salt and fresh water. We all know that. Yes, but no one has taken into account how much fresh water has been dumped into the ocean because of melting polar ice. I think we've hit a critical desalinization point. It would explain what's driving this extreme weather. Hedlund had some pretty convincing data. They've asked me to feed it into my paleoclimate model to track the next set of events. Hold on, Jack. Are you suggesting these weather anomalies are going to continue? Not just continue. Get worse. I think we're on the verge of a major climate shift. All right, and we are back, and uh, we just uh, cracked open... Yet another of our, this is world famous that we do this. Not yeah. everybody does this. We review a themed beer. We buy our stuff down at the Flicks Liquor, which is a local little place. You buy local because that's good. Local little hole. And we, we tend to get um, beer that's also local to us here in Michigan. Although I'm not sure about this one. The br- Alaska. Alaskan. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's Alaska. But the beer is Hopothermia. Which is, you know, obviously a play on how cold it gets in this movie. Yeah, it'd be very cold. It's an eight percent. Oh no, eight point two percent. Yeah, it was. It's a serious beer. Eight point five. Eight point five percent. I can't count the percentages. Richard can't count, read, or speak. So well, I was holding them in my hand and I was trying to figure out how many percentages it was, but it keeps, uh, you know, getting up on your carpet. Is that okay? Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. I tip it upside down and pour it all over yeah. my carpet. It's a double IPA, which is twice as many as a single IPA. That is double. Yeah. That is double. Double means twice as much. Yeah. Double the PA. It is. I don't know. One hundred percent more. Are doubling? Are they doubling all the letters in the double IPA? Is it I I P P A? It's yeah. It's I I P P A A. Or I P A I P A. I I P P A A. Okay. Okay. There's a reason for it, but I don't know what it is because I'm not a master brewer. Uh, so this beer tastes like grass, basically. I wouldn't say grass. I would say ass. I would just omit the first two letters. I am not a fan. Yeah. It. I took a drink of it and I just immediately went. Mm-mm, no, I don't lick butts. Not interested in licking nope. butts, oh, and I'm oh. not interested in drinking this beer again. I'm gonna need I you do not like... to open that email I sent you earlier. <laughs> I appreciate that. Just, just leave that alone. Thank you. I'm, I will definitely I just, you don't, forward you that don't, to your boss. Just set your computer on fire. Let's just get rid of that whole thing. <laughs> but I, you know, I had it. It's uh, it's very in your face with the hops. It it hopped right onto my tongue, and I wish it hadn't. But I did finish it, so it's not so bad. Uh, I'm gonna give it like a six, six out of ten. You could go to a sixer? I'm going to give it a sixer. I would not buy a sixer, but I will give it a sixer. If I mixed it with a Bud Light, it would probably taste terrible. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That would be a a great way not to finish a beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not to finish two beers. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, that's a great way to not finish two bad beers. I, I I won't call it bad. I'll call it not my taste. Hey, Greg. Hey. Where are we at in this movie, buddy? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm glad you asked right yeah, while I was taking yeah, a yeah, sip welcome. of my not. Hey, Greg. Uh, hey, Greg. You do it. Hypothermia. It's, like, it's, like it's like, I don't know. Like, what is it with the waitresses? They always show up at your table when your mouth is full. Am I right? Yeah. It's, yeah. That's yeah, right? so relatable. Right. I, know. I get it. That it's happens like, to me all the like, time. It's like, hey, sugar, how's everything going? That's that's yeah, what right? I do. And yeah. I point at my plate in my yeah. mouth and I usually do thumbs like up. a theft. Yeah, even, even if I like need something, I'm. Just thumbs up, right? I smile and food spills out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to try to explain this. I don't want to my wait God. two minutes. You should do this as a yeah. bit at the comedy I'm, barn. I'm working on it. So, I got, you know, thanks. Thanks for the feedback. Wow. I feel great about this. I feel great. What are you You're doing? the next Seinfeld, yeah. I think. 
You might well, be the next Seinfeld. I was, I was I was hoping like you would say like better than Seinfeld, but I'll take it. Thank hey, you. you know what? Start Thank small. Yeah, well, yeah. Nobody gets to the top yeah. in one step. I need to be humble. You're right. All right, so <laughs> we are uh, we are at a point in the movie where the weather's happening. Yeah, all over the world, just weather. So, so nonstop weather. At some point, Sam did call his dad Jack the Scientologer. What is he? The paleo paleoclimatologist. Com- com- yeah. And I didn't even look at my sheet for that because yeah. I think I threw it away. I do love that job title. I feel like he picked that job title first. If figure out what it is later. Like you yeah. go to school for like forensic entomologist. <laughs> they, they 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 what they did was dead they rolled. Bugs. They rolled a D20 to see how many syllables the job had to be for the movie, and then they picked the job. <laughs> it's a great job title. So Sam does call Jack, and he, he asks. Actually, he calls him Dad. Yeah, he does call him Dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to be accurate. You're right. You're right. So Sam does call his dad, and he asks him like what he should do, because that's kind of Jack's job. Uh, and Jack says, do not go outside. You will freeze. So Sam's in this library with a bunch of other people, and, he, and, they, and they're all like, well, we need to walk. Out the fuck out of Manhattan because it's getting too cold here, and the news says it's going to get worse. We need to get the hell out. Wait, now the news believes him? Yeah. Well, the, now, now, yeah, now everything's going to hell. Even Dick Cheney gets out there and says, oh, "I'm so sorry, we fucked up. You know, dinosaur juice is just too good. We got addicted. <laughs> you know? We're addicted to dinosaur juice. Did you know that uh, fossil fuels are mostly just plant-based stuff? I didn't know that. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. So yeah. I don't... Sorry, we're not driving dinosaur juice. <laughs> so anyways, a big tidal wash. wave does hit New York City and buries a bunch of people uh, and a bunch of people die. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, I a, was... that's a big thing that happens. Yeah. the the That first tidal wave that hits New York, um, and I was I was in my head comparing that to Titanic when the Titanic sank, and we were, we were seeing the, the bodies and yeah. feeling that horrible emotion. And in this this movie, that oh, emotion not is that. not there, not even close. I didn't care at all about those. They yeah. were ants. They were so, ants getting swept away by the water. It it tries to pull it in, and you do get some tighter shots on the people panicking and yeah. running from it, but you don't get the same feeling of um, hopelessness and just the the, the 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 desperation doesn't come through. It's just screaming and running. They and weren't people, they did they did they took no time to give any, anybody a backstory. And it was just, they weren't people. They were just like. But yeah, you're watching Titanic and like, I felt like I was there. It was horrible. Horrible. Yeah. I've been noticing in in uh, a lot of modern movies in general, like there's no effort to make you connect with these disasters. Um, or like you compare uh, Jurassic Park with the new Jurassic World movie where in Jurassic Park, when they're stuck in the, the Jeeps park? at the beginning, oh, the and the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex first appears, mm-hmm. or, like, really appears. Uh, the cup, that awesome scene with the cup of water, like... Right, you're stuck in that Jeep with those people. You don't get, like, a wide shot of a T-Rex terrorizing its way through the trees, which is kind of what they do in Jurassic World, where it's just, like, you, you, yeah. you, you don't have that panic. You don't have that um, tunnel vision that you would get if you're stuck somewhere. And they sell CGI at Walmart. It's now, the man. same sort of thing That's in the this. Thing. The the disaster hits, and instead of being a part of the people that are being struck by the disaster, you're an outside observer. You're watching this tidal wave hit the city because they just want to show a city get crushed by waves. And because oh, look at how cool this will look, but it doesn't do anything for the story. It doesn't bring me into the movie and all. It's kind of disappointing that they exactly. didn't do like, that better. It's also like in the theaters at the same time as a couple other movies that are destroying New York City at the same time, right? So it doesn't even do anything that's unique. They didn't destroy New York City in Anchorman. <laughs> no, that was San Diego. <laughs> that was a San Diego. Which is <laughs> Spanish for the whale's vagina. <laughs> the whale's vagina. <laughs> Apparently, we're taking another break. Yeah, we need to take a break. What if? Sam, you all right? One day. He's afraid of flying. I'm fine. Something happened. That changed your whole world. Sam, can I have my hand back? Who is it? Sorry to call you so early. You recall what you said, how polar melting might disrupt the North Atlantic current? Yes. Well, I think it's happening. Are you sure you can't get home any sooner than tomorrow? Look, Dad, I would if I could. I want you home. Dad, don't worry about me. 
Tokyo was battered by the largest hailstorm on record. In Nova Scotia, the ocean rose by 25 feet. It's happening all around the world. The government has to start making preparations now. That's the Los Angeles skyline! Tornado just came and erased the Hollywood sign. What exactly are you proposing, Professor? Evacuate everyone south of that line. What about the people in the north? If they go outside, the storm will kill them. There is a wall of water coming towards New York City. Come on! Your best chance is to stay inside, pray. What should we do? I will come for you. Do you understand me? I will come for you. All right, and we're back. And at this point in uh, the day after tomorrow, we're at the point where you know, seriously, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal, poopy pants. What's his name? Jake Hole? No, he's Sam. Sam Hole. Sam Hole. Sam Hole. Gamgee. Sam Hole and his girlfriend and a bunch of people are kind of holed up in like it's a library, right, yeah. in New York. So at this point, the whole Scottish team of scientists are dead. They're, yeah, they just yeah. Un- unceremoniously are are. Dead off screen. No so they're big off, deal. They're off. They're, we're not cutting to them anymore. So the, the movie gets a little less. We haven't even covered them really outside of a, the blurbs about it once in a while where Bilbo is telling. Yeah, the one guy's Bilbo. Like, that's why we keep calling him that. Bilbo and, tells Jack Hole that stuff's cold. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking thanks. Yeah, thanks. It's, it's about. Yeah. And, and they have kids and they talk about how they're not going to get to see their kids grow up and they die off screen. Yeah. Very sad stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. I didn't care when I watched it. I don't care now. I don't care about this movie. Yeah, so now we're burning books. Yeah, we're now, burning now we're books burning tax law for warmth. And not furniture. No, the, you've, you've got to keep the furniture for protection from... Snowshoes. Keeping food on the floor? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, they don't have food because they're trapped in a goddamn frozen building. Greg, if you burn all the furniture, what are you going to sit on? Think. <laughs> Think, man. Piles of ash? But they do use, like Liz has said, they did use some of the uh, furniture for snowshoes. Yeah, they smart. broke the furniture for snowshoes, but not for warmth. Which is probably more important than going I will say for this, a stroll. Depending on what the furniture is coated in, you may not want to burn some of it because you don't want to have those. You don't want to burn those books either. You don't know what the print is made of. That's very true, actually. And the librarians are really worried about the books too, which is really fucking annoying. It's, it's you're not the last library on earth. You're, this isn't the Library of Alexandria. You're, you're Supposedly, one library. Supposedly, though, the the first the mm. first book to ever be printed, which was a Bible. Was in this library. Also, not in a display case. How are they supposed to know that they're not the the last library on Earth? This movie isn't super religious. It has some God stuff, but also has some atheist stuff. It definitely wants to like bring both people in. I was not interested enough in this movie to look at the imagery and figure out if they were trying to do anything. Complaining that they're going to die. Like, what do people say when they're going to die? It's just maybe it's some uh, maybe it's just the the flood. We'll, We'll just say it's man's sins have finally caused God to strike back with a vengeance and. The chosen Finally. few will be left to repopulate the earth. So, yeah, they're burning books, not furniture, but also uh, Sam's love interest, who has oh, even less God. lines than he does. Her legs hurt. Her legs hurt and starting to get infected. She's the only warm one. She's got a fever. Yeah. Yep. she's. They figured it out because somebody opens a book and reads it. Books are like WebMD, but with manual pages that you have to turn yourself. <laughs> Sam, Sam Hole. Sam Hole. Decides that he needs to go that. There's such a big boat. Did we talk about that big boat? Yeah, the big boat that floated down. Yeah, I talked Russian briefly boat. about it. Yeah, so a big Russian boat floated through the the city and kind of wiped out. Got yeah. St- yeah, got stuck on a bus somehow. But Nobody's on this boat. Yeah, it's a Never ghost seen boat. A person. Yeah. That's fine. So I don't know why, but that's fine. So fortunately, it happened because they're going to go get some medicine off of it because it's got to have medicine. I mean, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna have some sort of first aid kit and antibiotics because they're at sea for, which makes some gosh sense. Knows how there's long. nobody on this boat, right? But the I mean, the stuff would still be there. Their Cargo. supplies would still exist there. unless it got tidal waved away. I'm sure that the stuff that's the the that it's suspended in would freeze. Yeah, I guess you're right. So, anyways, he gets on the boat. He gets on friends. the boat with his friends. For the other two guys, they build. Yeah. Did we talk about the snowshoes they made out of the furniture? Yeah, they made that sure they refused got the wicker to burn? chair. Yeah, yeah, very smart. Pain. Yeah. It's Kane. It's not Wicker. For fuck's sake. I told you this three times at home. He doesn't listen. I don't know if you guys can tell. All right. <laughs> so he gets on the boat. Yeah, they get on the boat. They find the medicines, but, right? But some ice wolves attack. So, some very poor, 
great ice wolves. The, the they, best ice wolves I've ever seen in this movie. I uh, Yeah, they are absolutely the best CG wolves that I can remember from 2004. This movie does not have a Blade Trinity came out around then and probably had oh some sort God. of wolf in it. The CG in Blade Trinity is top. They for used bad CG Triple H doing wrestling moves off the top of a building because he can't movie. do it himself. He <laughs> just can't do some wrestling moves himself. He had Amazing. Like... <laughs> that movie was not on my does radar. Triple H referred to Hunter Hearst Helmsley, professional yeah. wrestler from Heel the WWE. Patrick Harris. His special Heel, <laughs> Heel Harris. His special move is the pedigree. It, that's yeah. uh, that is his signature, signature move. move. Sorry, signature Sorry. move. <laughs> the pedigree. Just you bend them over and put. Uh, they're usually, um, you know, in a stunned state. Yeah. And you, you put punch their in arms the stomach, in a right? double underhook, and then you jump up and drop to your knees, driving their face into the mat. Really terrible way to start a first date. Yeah, it, yeah. it has never gotten me a phone call. <laughs> Except from the police. But it got you a pin, right? It, <laughs> One, two, three, you're out. That's <laughs> right. Anyway, so they did a, they did a really they poor go, job fighting off the wolves, but they they, they tricked them into like, whatever. Dying they, outside in the cold because yeah. it's about to get whatever. super cold. They outsmart so. the wolves because they, they're humans. And they get the medicine <laughs> in, and they escape in a, in a raft and get inside the library just in time to outrun the cold that's chasing them. Yes, the cold is chasing them. Yeah, like a cold. wall of cold. Of cold. It's like a phantom. Of a rolling cold ball. Have you yeah. seen the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular at Disney World? A giant ball tumbles after him, and he falls down right at the last second. That's like this. Yeah. Except so it's cold, and you can't see it. You it's can't just see cold. it. So all the, all the um, tension is in the fact that the walls are cold. There is no decent tension in this movie <laughs> at all. No decent suspense. The character with which I most ad- identify in this film is the wall of cold. Yeah. <laughs> We get the the medicine back and they fix her leg. They fix her stupid leg and maybe she's not going to have to die or whatever. Useless. Uh, Dick Dick put in a note here that said, "I hope they chop her leg off." <laughs> so that's that's where he was when like, he was watching. This in one. my version, it's like movie. the third bullet point in a list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Dick's Dick's version of this movie is like a gritty world, or I'm sorry, Civil War remake. And end up having to kill the dog and eat it. Because there's just like because it's like there's no other food. The dog's gonna die anyways. It's a really hard. Decision. All right, so it's cold, and now we're at the point where Jack Hole's chasing Sam Hole, and he's got to get from Washington D.C. to New York City to save Through his shopping son. Shopping malls in the snow. Now the plan was what for when he got to New York City? I think he was hoping to drive the whole thing, but he he goes, "I've walked further and worse." Is what he basically. That's said. not what I'm asking you. What was his goal after getting to his son? Hug him. Hug him. So Because his son was going to be better off with him, the world-renowned paleoclimatologist, since the climate is very paleo His right goal was go outside where he is almost certainly going to freeze to we death. We told everybody else you're certainly going to freeze to death. And you know, he should have, right? Yes. Like, And then walk 230 miles. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, and, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a 77-hour walk if you start in D.C. That's like a three-and-a-half-day walk, yeah. assuming you don't stop. In great conditions. Yes, in ideal walk. weather conditions. You're going to be out there for three days. That's assuming you have shelter or warmth or food. Like Forrest Gump at the end of Forrest Gump because I maybe have made this trip in three days. Maybe. Jogging the whole thing. Yeah. Sleeping four hours a night. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's no, man. That's that's a long way to go, and his his plan was to pulling just sled. die I, in New York instead of dying in Washington D.C. I guess he pulls one of his friends behind him half the way. It seems like right, he passes out. Yep. Jason or whatever his name is, he gets pulled with him. His other friend falls through the roof of a shopping mall, as Liz said yep. earlier, and he tells a joke about shopping. Just dropped into shop or something like that. Really fucking funny. That yep. was probably the best line in the whole movie. And then he dies later. And, and, then, he, so free. and then he just commits suicide. Like. Two minutes later. Yeah, you know, it's, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, You don't want to pull your friends down into your shopping pit. <laughs> it, dark habit. So that's basically it. That, like, actually, Jack's journey, considering that he's traveling across, like, this Arctic tundra, is pretty uneventful. He doesn't run any ice Does wolves. it count as an Arctic tundra? Now because it, it is south of the Arctic Circle. Does Arctic Circle expand when... I'm not sure how that when, would work. We'd have to talk to a paleoclimatologist. S- SMTs? come through does it does it change the... smts may I, i'm not sure does it turn feel... the entire northern half of the united states into the the arctic, arctic circle so the way, th- way i think it works is the smt literally picks up the pole 
Uh-huh. You know how like you know how like it, it actually is literally a pole. Right, it goes through the entire yeah. Earth. Right, it's that it's, one big post. Yeah, yeah. And, and it actually grounds one side of the, the north hem- north mm-hmm. hemisphere to the southern hemisphere. It grounds right. it with um with energy. It's actually kind of solar power too. I heard like the sun it carries the sun's heat through the Earth. It's part of that's itself. that's why the core yeah. gets hot because yeah. it, the poles focus the energy of the sun right. oh, into so you, the you, core. You understand yeah. then? You understand? Okay, so yeah. you read my book. All right, so. <laughs> It's not a good book, but yes, I did read it. Uh, the pictures, uh, the pictures helped so much. Actually, those were terrific. Yeah. Those are those were drawn by your ex girlfriend, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. That's why. So, anyways, what I, what I think happens when the SMTs picked up the pole and carries it. Oh, moves the, it so that yeah. the okay, so it moves the shifts yeah. the pole. Yeah. yeah so it it's for this. Okay. You, what you probably yeah. see. It's like a line. Did it make the drag through the earth? You so know? did it move the pole, or did it just make it, the pole fatter? Well, they went clear. But I, I feel like it moved it. Okay, just a shift. But of the there's pole. gonna be like the but, problem with that is it's probably gonna be like a ditch in the earth as it rips the earth as it gets dragged across. Yeah, it's lucky I mean? they didn't go all the way around because it would have just cut the earth yeah, in half. We've we seen we that had, movie and we know how that goes. Yeah, it's a crack in the world. Oh okay, yeah, so uh, Jack is walking across the snow. Yeah. Who else? Who else did we lose track of? Oh, Jack's wife. Yeah. Doctor, what's her? Doctor Hole. Doctor Lucy Hole. Doctor Lucy L Hole. Doctor L Hole. Doctor L Hole. Labia Hole. Doctor L Hole. MD PhD PPD. Compassionate doctor. She's saying that with the cancer kid. You know it has cancer. It. We know the kid has cancer because it has no hair. It. It does not have hair. Yeah. And it's they're the only ones left in the hospital. And then somebody comes and rescues them. You could cut that tension with yeah with your finger. So I'm just I don't understand why. Liz. Not a word. Can you tell me why? Dr. Jack Hole needed to go save Sam Hole. Like, what was his... In- no, I can't tell you why. Like, I mean, I love my son, but if he's 17 years old and 230 miles away and my only option to get to him is to trek through snow, yeah. I'm going to be like, just stay warm, burn books for warmth. And people, My child, to. you've weathered the spelling bee. You and can weather anything. We will try, <laughs> we will try and get you with a helicopter... In a day or two, yeah. when the storm dies down, because really he does nothing to help him, right? He does nothing. Yeah, there's no reason for this trip to well, have happened. He kind of does, but he could have just sent a helicopter over there to look. Right. For him. I mean, it, it was nearly the same time he showed up. The helicopters showed up. Yeah. His journey was useless. He got two people killed. One person. One person. The other guy didn't die. Uh, no, but he got, he got fucked up. He got oh. you know what? You know what a concussion does. Yeah, to a person? he ruined two like, lives. Yeah, he's gonna be beating his dog now. Like, yep. Playing football, that's yeah. Not, I mean, once you happens. have once you have a concussion, you have to start playing professional. You're basically, football. a quarterback, right? right. Yeah. No, 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 not con- not a quarterback. You're a linebacker. Oh, you're a linebacker. Yeah. Where? So <laughs> he gets there to save his son's life somehow. He God. finds a library buried under like what was it? Hundreds of feet of snow. So much point? fucking snow at that yeah. point. It, but one window's visible. They get in. Like for a second, you're like, oh no, they're all dead. They're not dead. They're all fine. How did he navigate his way to New York? How did they survive? Because they, they get out, he got lucky. First off, he should have died when on the way there because that, that big, um, 150 degree below Fahrenheit snow, yeah. uh, ST, the, the MT SMT, whatever. like super muscle tornado. Yeah, I mean, you're the expert with them trying to keep up. Super muscle snow tornado, SMST. Wow, I don't. I have only theorized about those. Yeah. I yeah. I didn't even consider that we were, they could actually we were, exist. Wow, yeah, this movie really does prove a lot. Yeah. It's, the science is so tight. The you science really can't is question it. Crazy good. I, I, it's basically. Um, I've run the numbers. This is legit. Basically, a documentary. So, because on the way to get Sam, he does find, uh, Jack does find this, like, he did that, that Arctic tornado thing came at him, the, Arctic, the, 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 the ice wall, and he finds this hole in the ground. It ends up being a building, and he jumps in there with his friend, who he drops in there, and they hide out there, and they start firing a stove, and they're able to survive, but it's 150 degrees below zero outside. I mean, what good are the walls at this point? They're not. I You're mean, basically you, in a giant refrigerator, right? I, no, because the source of the cold is outside of it. I mean, you're in a building Chilled insulated town. from it at least a little bit. But, so so you, you, you cut 100 inch, degrees off of that, you're still going to freeze it down. Yeah, I mean, you managed to cut 100 degrees off of it, and that's that's way better than I would suspect because yeah. it's still going to be cold. It's, it's still going to be a negative 150 in there. What temperature you, is your house when it's 90 degrees outside? Uh, about 110 upstairs. Yeah, like, so <laughs> eventually, like it does, it insulates. So eventually, the temperature sticks. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, they, they get in there, they start a fire, they'd stay warm. Yeah, a but small fire. You you need more than a small fire, I think, to I, keep you a, alive in that. I don't understand thermodynamics. I mean, other than the book I wrote on the subject, and 
And so I don't know what's going on here, but I, I, I'm skeptical that that would work that way or that anybody would have survived in these conditions in a building. His book is a picture of him shrugging, by the way. <laughs> Rubbing two sticks together. <laughs> I have a lighter in my hand and I'm shrugging. I can't get the lighter to work. He's rubbing two lighters together trying to start a fire. <laughs> It's not even a color picture, so... And the way this movie ends, let's just get to the fucking end of this fucking movie. Can we get to the end of this fucking movie? All right. So, what, they got everybody's in the same room together now because the cuts slow down, which is the best part of the movie. Is it's yeah, as, as people movie. die, you have fewer stories you have to keep tabs on, which is great. But the, unfortunately, we stopped watching Bilbo and kept watching Jackhole. Yeah, so Jackhole saves Sam Hole. By, but he, he doesn't he, he doesn't does, do any fucking thing. He shows up, everybody smiles because what I did mean, Jack Hole do to save Sam Hole? Looked handsome. That he saved him with that girl because he's like, look cool as my dad is. Like, so he got the he saved his social life. So <laughs> Sam didn't look at him. He's like, my dad's gonna come and get me. And the other kids are like, no, he's not. Ah, <laughs> you dumb guy. Your, Your dad dad's sucks. not coming. Your dad's not even a scientist, is yeah. he? Nerd. No, all that Jack does is he calls. Because he has a line to the vice president, he calls the government and he goes, "Hey, there are people still alive in New York City, and then they sent choppers in New York City. But New York City is one of the biggest cities in the fucking world. They probably would have sent choppers there anyways. So maybe they sent it straight to the library. But he's so influential with the government at this point, because you know, he predicted all this doom. He probably just gonna be like, "Hey, my son's in the library. Could you send a helicopter there? He didn't have to go himself. He probably could have done that a long time ago and saved everybody a bunch of time." I mean, the helicopter wasn't going to go till that negative 150 degree wave of frozen. Yeah. Got, got so Jack thought by, he could but... like helicopter couldn't survive it, but his his meat stick his could. meat his his body that is not yeah. nearly as internally warm as an engine. I'm gonna take this pile of meat with me and just yeah. drag it across the snow. Fucking, he's supposed to be a he's supposed to be a climate expert, so good at climate tink. That he is. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't climb it. He studies climate. But yes, I get where you're going. Work hard, climb it hard. <laughs> that's, that's what his license plate says. <laughs> he, that the president goes, hey, dude, I was wondering something about this climate shit. You want to come in and talk about it? And he still was stupid enough to go out in that weather. I mean, the, the vice president was right to not believe him. Yeah. If you base it on the fact that. Based on his judgment? Yeah. <laughs> you base it on the fact that he was like, you know what? I'm going to just. I'm gonna I'm gonna hoof it. They're like this guy. No matter what, those you ice need, cores are coming If you back. need core samples, yeah, yeah, he's gonna get them. He's your guy. Yeah, he he's is the Indiana Jones of core samples. Core samples. Dependable in the business. Yeah, these belong in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, the helicopters come. They pick everybody up. Mexico took in all the United States. Irony. No, I love that. I lost the note, but you were like. Mexico stops letting people into Mexico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they were crossing the river, and they actually shot that on the river. So that's actually people crossing into Mexico illegally, that that shot. I do appreciate that uh, the vice president is giving the speech about all this stuff on the Weather Channel yeah, <laughs> at yeah. the end of this movie. Like That is my favorite touch, that's, honestly. That's the weather. That's the channel everybody's paying attention to. <laughs> just because it's cold time. outside. He's just, like, he's just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was so I'm wrong. a ding-dong, guys. They get the weather channel in the uh, in space. That's nice. And Mexico. They just beam that right out there. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously they get it in space, but they also get it in Mexico as well. Yeah. I did read that the reason why uh, Statue of Liberty stood is because they wanted, it was it was symbolism, it was artistic choice. They knew it would fall from the water, but he was he was like, I wanted there to be a symbol of American values, less standing, because the rest of America is fucked. And then Captain America showed up with Hacksaw Jim Duggan waving the flag. Ho! <laughs> hey, so we'll be back with our final thoughts on the day after tomorrow. All right, I love you. These few weeks have left us all with a profound sense of humility in the face of nature's destructive power. For years, we operated under the belief that we could continue consuming our planet's natural resources without consequence. We were wrong. I was wrong. The fact that my first address to you comes from a consulate on foreign soil is a testament to our changed reality. Not only Americans, but people all around the globe are now guests in the nations we once called the third world. In our time of need, they have taken us in and sheltered us. 
and I am deeply grateful for their hospitality. And we are back, and we are going to... Yeah, we're back! Wow. Whoa. That was enthusiastic. That was, that was, that was, came out of a place. No, I love it. That, that was, was from your heart. That was right from the soul. Just just yeah. pulled it and shoved it right on in there. Just yeah. slapped it on the... Right in my ear it went. <laughs> ear. So we are definitely <laughs> back. Wow, back. Wow, back. Uh, we're going to throw it to our what we like, what we didn't like, and then we're, we're going to go to the terscale. So, Richard, what did you uh, what did you think there, buddy? I actually enjoyed the first hour of this movie. Then the second hour was so fucking slow and terrible, and the acting was bad, and I didn't care about anybody. What point? What? Six point seven on the Richter 6. scale. Six point seven on the Richter scale. That's almost a seven. That's pretty. That's pretty good. You had so, fun with it. No, yeah. I, didn't, I know what. Fuck that. Six point three. Six point three on the Richter scale. Half hour too long. I like it. Liz Lizington Lizard Liz Lizbo. I don't know. Lizardator. That's that was like bad. it was supposed to be Lisbo Baggins, not like Lisbo, a lesbian joke. So, yeah, you can, you can, I'm not lesbian. Liz, no, anyway, Liz, <laughs> you are reviewing the day after tomorrow, uh, but not, but like right now, yeah, like today, though, today, not Friday. <laughs> um, well, I guess I would give it like a four or five out of ten, four or five out of ten. So, well, however, you're thinking she's feeling that day, you pick it. Better than Geostorm. No, it's bad. Watch it, she said. said Four and a half on the Lister scale, which is out of ten. She's out of five. Out of three, actually. It's out of three. She loves it so much that she gave she went one and a half over. Ugh, begrudgingly. (laughs) Four point five on the Lister scale. Greg, how do you feel about this movie? (laughs) Not as good as I did a second ago. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I I agree. Some of the visual effects were good. Some of the shots were Which ones? Which visual effect really stuck out to you? In particular, I liked the sweep over frozen New York at the end. That is a pretty great shot. Uh, I did like the initial tidal wave hitting New York. Yeah, that was a crowd favorite. They played it. They played in Times Square, and people cheered. Yeah, I'm sure they love it there. So uh, I did not like some of the other special effects. Those wolves were terrible. Just get some real wolves to kill people. How hard could it be? I have six in my basement. Seriously, he'll share. I did not like any of the subplots or major plots of this movie because Subplots. what the fuck? <laughs> just any plots in this movie McGuffin were bad. City. It, like we we just he, there were four stories that he was trying to tell simultaneously and he told none of them well. I think the Ice Wolves were the true heroes of this movie because they weren't taking any shit from no, anybody. Cold Wall is my girl. Cold Wall and yeah, it just it wasn't great. It was plotting, it was all over the place. And it was painful to watch. Plotting, plotting plots, plotty, plotty, plotting plots, plotty McPlot face. I can't, I can't, I can't argue with you. I will give this one the lowest rating I think I've given any movie on our podcast a 3.2 on the Gregter scale. I like it. I was very I like unimpressed it. with this movie, super disappointed. In it's it. really, you couldn't even really watch Like, Like, let's be honest, Greg barely watched this movie. I've watched, I've watched it before. You had this, a hard time, but it was a long time ago. I definitely ached. And you'll Every watch time junk. I started it, I will watch absolute you'll garbage. Watch yeah. yeah, yeah. But so, this was garbage in a way that wasn't even redeemable, in my opinion. Well, Greg, I'm sure everyone loved it. It made how much money? Five hundred bajillion dollars? Like more than six. It made more yeah. money, yeah, more than six, wor- globally than, a than I will ever, 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 ever see in a hundred lifetimes. So they probably spent more on craft services than I'll ever see in a, in one lifetime. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They spent more on food than we will earn in our lifetimes. Yeah. So fuck this movie. It's fuck this movie. piece of this shit. Movie. Right up at Sam Hole. You can turn this yeah. some bitch sideways yeah. and stick it straight up your yeah. Sam Hole ass. We're or up, the Jack Hole. Or the Jack Hole. We're sticking up for the proletariat in this podcast and we say fuck this movie. That's right. Seize the means to production. <laughs> All right. I love you guys. I hope you have a great day. As And this is uh, Greg and... And Michelle for the What a Disaster podcast, all saying Michelle. Yeah. Oh, so the most amount of helicopters. Can I fucking talk? I'm talking to our audience. I was.
hoping you would this talk. Is our, this so, is our audience, and you just yeah. yak right over I'm me. Yakking. What, what a lot of people don't know, this is how the sausage gets made. We all sit in a black hole, and we pray to God that none of this ever gets out. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, so what happened was when I first read that, I um, I kind of shut down. I turned my cell phone off. And yeah. I didn't I didn't even turn on any electronics in my house for about a week. I just oh. rocked and back and forth in the corner, cradling the dark, my knees. The, the, the dark week. Yeah, I remember the dark yep. week. Yep. Yeah. You tried to come over a couple times, and I almost stabbed you the one time. I knew you were home because it smelled. Oh yeah, so bad. <laughs> yeah, from the driveway. Yeah, if I'm not home, it smells great. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. You pull up to my house gross. and I am home. You definitely you you. The it's odor, like, the odor reminds you. It's like hamburger helper and spoiled milk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I can see that. Yeah. Delicious, but sour. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. bathe in basically that. <laughs> it's it's not hamburger helper. It's the Aldi off brand. Yeah. And that's basically the consistency. God, of- <laughs> with this movie though. All right, look. If you hear any glass breaking, it's because I've jumped out of the nearest two story window. They're all two story windows up here. <laughs> yeah. The pick your pick one. Find one. <laughs> I picked it and I'm ready to go. <laughs> I need to write down all of our uh, our reviews because I don't know I don't know how these how these scores work in context. Yeah. To somebody needs scores. to rate by thumb. Somebody needs to rate by stars, and somebody needs to rate by we have socket a Richter scale, or oscillating spindle Sanders, scale, or something, and a Gregster scale. Yeah. So that's the rules of the podcast. I it's in the podcast constitution. 4.5 oscillating spindle sanders. Okay, that's fine. I love spindle sanders. <laughs> this podcast today is brought to you by North Face Jackets. You're going to want at least two. <laughs>